Hello, I'm India Marie from She and I Podcast, and today I'm here with a new podcast. This is She Did a Thing, a podcast where we'll talk about exceptional women who do exceptional things. This podcast came about because of an amazing event that I am doing called She Did That. She Did That is coming to Nashville, Tennessee on September 13th from 1 to 6 p.m. at the Wedge Building. And this event is for Black women-owned businesses. This entire event is to showcase all of the amazing small businesses owned by Black women in Nashville. But do not worry, because Nashville will not be the only city that I'm coming to. Who knows? (laughs) I might pop up in Atlanta. I might pop up in Memphis. I might pop up in Dallas. We don't know, but we will be there. And now let's get into the podcast. This podcast will feature some amazing women, women who are involved in the event. They will come on and they will talk about their amazing businesses. This week, our first guest is Camille. Hey girl, what's your thing? Camille, how are you? I'm good. Good. So tell me, what is your thing? What do you do? So I am Camille Morgan. I am the owner of Cake My Day. I am a home baker. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You're a home baker? Yes. All right. Now, I will say that I had to have you on here. For one, because I know a lot about your business <laughs> and you have made cakes for multiple events for me now. So I feel like you just recently, well, you didn't just recently start making cakes, but it hasn't been something that you've always done. Am I correct? Correct. So it started in 2017. So okay. November 2017, me and some of my line sisters, uh, we always get together to celebrate our Delta anniversary. Mm-hmm. So um, we always get like a little birthday cake. And I was like, y'all, I'll make the cake. They didn't think I could do it. But little <laughs> did they know, I worked at Maggie Moo's uh, when I was 16 years old. And you know, they have ice cream cake. So, Maggie uh, Moose. Yes. And I, I love Maggie Moose. Y'all I love ice cream so much. But anyway, <laughs> learn how to decorate cake. So when this time came, told them I could do it. They didn't think I could. So I was up for the challenge. So I literally went to Walmart. Y'all had no like cake decorating supplies at all. Went to Walmart, got the stuff. Y'all, I'm not going to lie. I struggled, but I was determined <laughs> <laughs> to prove to them that I could make that cake. Like I remember being late to our little like sleepover because y'all was struggling making that cake but I got it done and they were like oh my gosh like we cannot believe you made it and I was like yeah and I was thinking I'm never doing that again 
So um, long story short, I just posted the cake on like my Instagram and Facebook to just say, hey guys, you know, look, I made a cake and people start reaching out to me to make cakes. And it really caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting that. It was literally supposed to be like a one-time thing and it literally turned into a business. And it's so crazy how it happened because at the time, y'all, I was just going through a lot in my personal life and I was praying to God for like something like yeah. I need a distraction. I need something. And I literally feel like God sent this gift to me like at the perfect time. So, so. so it was literally like a hidden talent. Yeah, it was. I love that. <laughs> Even now, like when my family, like my dad or my sister, like I'll send them a cake I make and they do not believe that I made it. Like even now, like it's been what, 2017, 18, 19, three years? And they still are like, yeah, who made the cake? You okay. didn't do it. Okay, so aside from your line sisters, who was your first order, your first paid order? Hmm. To be honest, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> because you, you've been getting these coins and you've gotten so many cake orders that it's just all a blur. Yeah, I honestly do not remember like, you got me thinking about it. And I don't even know, like, how I took the payment. So I probably couldn't even go look at an invoice because I'm sure they probably just gave me some cash or cash app or something. Like, You know what? <laughs> Isn't it funny how I think that when you first start a business, there's just so many things that you don't know about doing business. Because I remember when I first started my boutique, I was just, like, taking orders, stuffing the stuff in the bag and shipping it. And then... <laughs> I think I, it was like a month later that I realized, like, girl, you need to be putting the invoice <laughs> in the bag so that people know what they're ordering. <laughs> so that is, um, it's something for sure. You said you needed a distraction. What had your attention and how did you turn the negative into a positive? So some boy had my attention, of course, like... <laughs> Some boy and, you know, it was just a lot. It wasn't even just one boy. It was just boys in general, like men, just getting on my nerves. Okay. And just other life things. Like, you know, we get to a certain age and you're like, I should be doing X, Y, and Z. And I felt like I wasn't doing that. Um, at the time, at my, like, nine to five, I wasn't happy with that. So I needed something because I felt like I was losing it. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what had my attention. But once I started baking, like, baking is very time consuming. Like, yeah. I don't think people realize that, but it's very time consuming. So after I started baking and taking orders, I didn't have time to worry about boys or whatever. Like I would literally like kind of be more motivated to go to work so I could get off and get home to like work on a cake. And so because it was so new for me, um, I was excited to try new things. So I was just constantly pumped about making the cake. So you was really in your bag. <laughs> Basically, I was in my bag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned your nine to five and I know you're still working a nine to five. Correct. Um, but your cake business is booming. Yes. Yeah, so weekly I'm having to decline orders because I physically don't have the time because I do work a nine to five. Um, I think for me, my nine to five is just ability. Like I need my, my health benefits right now yeah. um I know I'm gonna get x y and z amount of dollars um every two weeks so it's just comfortable um and I have a few things that I want to accomplish within the next year or two that my nine to five is 
it's going to benefit. So, um, but I have been, you know, talking with my fiance and we do think that in the future, once we kind of get settled and get some things out the way that I may be leaving my nine to five to do this full time. So, Ooh, that is amazing. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. So do you use your nine to five to fuel your hustle? (laughs) Yes. So at first I did, but now I don't have to. My hustle fuels itself. So I'm at that point. To where I don't have to dip into my nine to five money for anything for Cake My Day. Cake My Day is self-sufficient, so. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Did anybody doubt you in the beginning? Yeah, my line sisters, they didn't think I could make that cake, but I showed them I could. Um, And even now, like people say things, people do things. Um, I have received negative feedback. Okay. Um, It happens. I think with any business, you can't please everybody. Right. And and that's all right. I'm fine with that. Um, My goal is to just whatever my customer is unhappy with, I want to fix it. Like just let me know and I'm always willing to fix it. So. I was going to say, how how exactly do you overcome negative feedback, things that people say negatively? Well, because it's like that one negative review can travel with you so far. So how do you fix it? Um, so it really just depends. Like, first, I need customers to give me an opportunity to fix it. Um, right. So one example... I had a lady, she ordered a cake and she sent me a picture of what she wanted, but she was like, I want it. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want that. And I'm like, okay, well, what you're describing is not what you sent me, but I'm just taking, you know, what she's telling me. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. So she picks up the cake. Every time somebody picks up a cake, I know you get a cake from like, do you like it? Like I always ask that. Um, And of course people don't feel comfortable telling you. So she was like, yeah, I like it or whatever. So she left. And like the next morning I woke up, she had posted it on Facebook and had this very long paragraph about how much she hated it. And me being me, at first, you know, you get in your feelings. You want to come in on the post and go off. And I'm like, I cannot do that. Like, I can't. So I called her. Um, she would not answer my phone call. So I texted oh her. <laughs> and she did text me back. And I was like, okay, let me fix it. Whether it's me making making you another cake. I'd rather fix it than you bash me. Right. Um, she didn't like nobody knew that it was me, but I knew it was me because I made the cake. Right. Um, so I mean I reached out to her multiple times, y'all, and I was so sad. Like that ruined my entire day. Um, but I tried to fix it and that's all I can do. So yeah. <laughs> Are you ever nervous <laughs> to be on the shade room? What I yes. asked is what I got. that day. <laughs> That day, I thought I was going to end up on the shade room. And literally when I called, I called one of my friends and I was telling her what happened. And I was just sad. And she was just like, you know, you ain't going to make everybody happy. She was like, you tried to fix it. She was like, girl, but you better not end up on the shade room. (laughs) That's like my worst fear. So I know that just me looking at you and seeing you, you know, over the past couple of years since you've started this, I have seen you take classes and things so like how are you furthering your knowledge on baking cakes because I do think that that is important to fix the negative situations as well absolutely so I actually have a class coming up this Sunday Mm. um so I'm constantly taking online classes um 
to perfect my craft. I feel like I can never stop learning. Even if I take a class from one person on another subject, I'll still take a class, the same type of class from a different baker, Mm -hmm. just to get a different perspective because there's so many different ways to do things. Um, So I think it's so important to make sure that I'm constantly investing in myself, in my talent, in my business. So, um, and I love taking classes. Like, I love to learn. I'm not going to, I ain't really like school that much. I'm not going to sit here and lie. But I feel you. It's something that I'm passionate about. So I'm excited. Like, every time it's a class, I'm like, ooh, like, I don't care how much it costs. I'm taking it. Like, this dope. Do you watch cooking shows? Baking um, shows. Yes. So, well, kind of, not as much as I used to. I used to watch a lot of um, shows on Netflix. Like, they have a few baking shows. I was going to say, I see baking shows all the time on yeah. Netflix. And then I just get sucked in. The cake decorators are the most intriguing to me because it's so intricate and it looks so difficult. It is difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult. But yeah, um, I used to, honestly... I'm not a big TV. I like reality TV. I'm not going to lie. So Ratchet TV, come on. That's like what I love. <laughs> but my fiance, y'all, he'll find a baking show and he'll put it on. So we'll watch it together. And if it weren't for him, I probably wouldn't watch them at all. But <laughs> um, we get sucked into them and it's like our thing. Like we'll find a new baking show and he'll watch it with me. So. I love it because it seems like your fiance is so motivating. And he's like, yes, please further your education <laughs> in baking. Go take this class. Go watch this show. Do all these things. Yeah. And he's like... Like very, he's a rule follower, y'all. So mm. he's always like, "You need to get this certification. You need to make sure you're doing this." You need to. And I'm like, "Oh, jeez!" Like, so yeah. Like, I guess that's good because things that I don't think about, he thinks about. So, well, but that's important because you don't want it to come back and bite you in the behind, and then you're like, "Why wasn't I certified?" Exactly. This? You know, and then you know people be hating. And they've been done snitched on you for something you didn't even know you was doing wrong. Yep. You're right. It's so many rules. Like, I am a home baker, but Tennessee has um, cottage food laws that you're supposed to follow. Mm-hmm. I see bakers all the time, you know, on Instagram posting stuff. And it's like, oh, you're not supposed to be selling it at your house. But, you know, I just mind my business. But, because I'm not going to hate on anybody. But I might be doing something that I don't know about. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's good at following all the rules. So, <laughs> Shout out to Beyonce for having you back. (laughs) (laughs) How has the business been since COVID? You know, people really, I mean, people are still getting married, but... I don't want to talk about weddings. I I know, I know. It's a sore subject. I probably shouldn't have even brought it up because COVID is just out here delaying all the wedding plans. Lord. But... Are people still ordering cakes right now? Yes, they are. And I think because people aren't, like, you know, most time people, they're going out of town. They're Mm -hmm. planning these big parties. They're not doing that. They're doing more intimate things. So they're willing to spend more money on the cake now than they would have before because it's like, well... So many people are like, well, we ain't doing nothing else, so the cake needs to be amazing. I don't care how much it costs. Like, on my order form, I have budget, and when I get no budget, I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, mark it up. Right. <laughs> Run it up. That's what I like to see. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would say at the beginning of COVID, though, just me being uncomfortable with COVID, because I was a little scared. I was like, Lord, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I stopped taking orders. So for like March, I want to say, was it April? Maybe April. I, maybe the end of April, I started back taking orders. Um, and when I started back, it picked up. 
swiftly. So well, they were probably just waiting for you to open your doors. Yeah. <laughs> I think I had I had posted on Instagram like a month in the first cake I posted. People were like, "Oh, you back? You back? You back?" And I'm like, "Geez, yeah, I'm back." <laughs> so speaking of cake budgets, I know a lot of times us as black business owners, mm, people mm, mm, always mm. try to play us on the price of our products. Yep. How do you deal with that? How have you had to overcome that? Because I'm pretty sure you've had people ask for discounts. Um, can you not do this to make it cheaper or, you know, whatever the case may be? How do you deal with that? Um, okay, so it's tricky. Like sometimes um, I just don't want to reply. <laughs> and I know I can't do that because that's not the right way. Um, but it honestly d- just depends on the customer approach. Like I had one customer just this week. She had emailed me. We had been talking back and forth about a cake. And it was a little over her budget for what she wanted. And she like explained to me how important her budget is. Like everything is on a budget. And the way she just broke it down to me, I was like, look, well, we can do X, Y, and Z. And I can make it fit into your budget. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like when people are like, well, I can go to X, Y, and Z and get it for this price. Well, go to them and get it for that price. Because yes. Like you said, people try to, um, because we're Black-owned businesses, they feel like it should be cheaper or discounted. But the time and energy that I put into my work is probably more than a larger a Walmart or a Publix because it's, it's just, just you. Yeah, exactly. I'm doing the invoices. I'm doing the um, inquiries. I'm baking. I'm decorating. I'm doing everything. So I think people just don't, they don't know the amount of work that it goes into, that it takes to, you know, get a cake out the door. So, yeah. Well, I wish I could explain it to them, but, you know. I know, I don't. You know what? Some people, they just aren't receptive of them. And then what I just realized is I'm like, those people just aren't for me. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Even with uh, my business, I had to, like, rework my pricing because for the first year, I I wasn't making anything. Exactly. And I was like, why am I not making any money? And it's because... You're undercharging, trying to get more customers. Yep. So I started charging what I wanted to charge. And I was <laughs> like, well, the people who this is for will buy it. And I'm sure that's the same with your cakes. Whoever's yeah. meant to buy this cake will pay for it. That's true. And then also, like, I think when you're at, like, a certain price point, you attract a certain type of clientele that you may not necessarily want. Like, yes. So I don't want to deal with those people anyway like you know if you're gonna be like haggling me about the price of a cake um and not appreciating my work then like you said I'm not the baker for you and sometimes I get that but I refer them to somebody else I'm like you know I may not be able to do this for you but check out this person they may be able to help you out so yeah okay I love that so out of the entirety of the business what has been the most difficult barrier to overcome oh I think the most difficult is just like the sacrifice that yeah. I make for a cake my day. Um, when you're a business owner and I work a nine to five, like when I'm sacrificing time with family, friends, um, just time, like you can't get time back. Sometimes you may have to miss out on the event because you have to make a cake for somebody else. So that's been the most difficult thing. Also, I am not the best at time management. I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, honey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> my husband will tell you I'm horrible at it and I agree and I don't even know what it would take for me to fix it like I really need to <laughs> do I mean, better it's, it's really bad I was literally talking to my friend the other day and I said some days at the end of the day I just look at myself and say can I cuss on here 
Yes, yes. I look at myself and say, Camille, you wasn't worth a damn today. Like you ain't did nothing you were supposed to do. Like, like that's just how I feel. And I'm like, you're supposed to do X, Y, and Z, but it always works out. You know, I always get it done. But time management, woo, I could. I know, but then you just end up being so stressed out. Yes, and he's. He, my husband. I said he, he because my <laughs> husband is sitting in the room right now because he's producing the podcast. He's waving. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll say something like, "Hey, maybe you should go ahead and try to knock that out right now because <laughs> if you don't, you're gonna be complaining later. You're gonna be tired, and I yep. get so mad about it. But you need people to tell you, like, "Hey, get off your ass and get your work done." <laughs> yep. It's like I see I see the meme sometimes and it'll say, um, I have so much to do today, so I'm just gonna do nothing. Exactly. <laughs> like or you see the memes where it's like you have so much to do, but you're laying down and taking a nap. Right. <laughs> but honestly, I think that um when when your anxiety kicks in, you're avoiding doing things that you need to do because you're just you're overwhelmed. So you're like, I'm just gonna not pay attention to it, so I don't have to think about it. But yeah, we gotta stop doing that, India. Oh, oh this is <laughs> <laughs> Especially all these things that I have coming down the pipeline. Listen, time management will be the death of me. Yep. So it, it, it's very important. Do you look up to or are you inspired by any other businesswoman or person? Um, yes. For me, I have a few bakers that I actually look up to. Um, so it's one baker in particular. Her name is Bitsy. Um, she's on Instagram. She is amazing. Um, that's actually who I have the class with coming up this Sunday. Um, but I've actually reached out to her. Like my work does not compare to hers. Like I know, you know, my work is decent, but her work is amazing. She went to culinary school. She's been doing this forever. Um, and I've reached out to her. She knows who I am. Like, she followed me back on Instagram. I was excited about that. Um, but yeah, I look up to her. And there's a few other bakers that I look up to, but I really, really, I love her personality. Like, I love her work. She's just amazing. Um, some days, if I'm feeling a little uninspired, that's my go to. I'll go to her Instagram page and just scroll or, um, yeah. That's, so that's this is, is a virtual class, right? Yes, it's virtual. Okay. She, she lives in New Jersey, so she's not even in she's not even in Nashville. There's a few other bakers that I looked up to, but with this one, I like I like everything about her. Like not even just cake wash, just what she stands for, everything. So So in the next five years, where do you see your business? Because I know you said you and your fiance, you know, talked a little bit about what you could do with your business next year. So in the next five years, where do you see yourself in this business? In this business? Um, honestly, I would like to own a bakery. Okay. Um, of course, like cakes are my things, but I've been getting more and in, more into treats. Um, so I want a bakery to offer treats, um, cakes, just kind of like a one-stop shop for, um, you know, your party needs. Um, so that is my long-term goal is to own like a really cute bakery. So... I think that you should tell the people what you're planning to sell at the event. Because it won't be full-size cakes. And you just said treats. So I was like, just go ahead and tell me what you're planning to sell at the event. (laughs) So I'm going back and forth, but I do know I will have cake pops, a few different flavors of cake pops. Uh, I'm also going to do cake jars. So it's just little different you know, jars with cake, um, some type of filling in between for whatever flavor it is. Um, I'm also thinking about doing stuffed waffle cones. Oh! Um, 
So yeah, India, y'all had some of those. <laughs> yes. Um, so those are the three main things that I'm thinking about um, selling. And y'all have to, you have to check me out. Like it's fine. <laughs> oh, and she's not lying. Listen, I've had all those treats. <laughs> and they are amazing. My girl live for a cake pop. <laughs> Yes, you know I do. You know I do. What's your favorite flavor of cake? So y'all believe it or not, I'm not a cake eater. I know it sounds crazy, but recently I have started eating cake like maybe within the last few months. But y'all before I if I'm at a party, I don't want cake. I'm an ice cream girl. Like, I love, love, love ice cream. But um, as I'm trying, like, new cake, like, since I've been baking, I'm more into, like, I'm trying new recipes all the time. So, I have to taste it. Like, I right. have to see if it's good. Um, I also now like to go to different bakeries and, like, taste cake just to see the difference. But I don't know if I have a favorite flavor because I'm just not a cake girl. I don't what? Know. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well- so, let me say this. Never mind. I'm not going to say that because I don't know. But have y'all ever had cookie butter? Yes. So I made a cake with some cookie butter. Y'all. Are you talking about the Trader Joe's cookie butter? So it's not that (laughs) brand, but it tastes the exact same. Okay. It's a Biscoff brand. So I've been wanting to make, I've been planning to make this flavor for like the last few weeks. I got the stuff. I just haven't done it. Why? I don't know. But I think that's going to be my favorite because cookie butter is amazing it is because i just i just found somebody just put me on i follow a page and it's like black girls in trader joe's or something like that and i got put on (laughs) (laughs) i got put on to the cookie butter oh my god and i've been trying to like make it a little healthy so i've been dipping Mm -mm. my um apple slices (laughs) in the cookie butter (laughs) but i will eat that stuff by the jar it is so good i tried to eat it with apples once and i was like Nope, I just want the cookie butter. So I just get a spoon <laughs> up, spoonful of it. It's so good. It is. Oh. It and actually, is. y'all, I had it in Paris, but I didn't even know because I thought it was peanut butter. Like, it was a little um, stand outside our hotel, and I would go there every morning to get a crepe, and I kept saying, put the peanut butter on there. But I think the guy was trying to tell me, this is not peanut butter. But I was like, well, whatever that is, put that on there. And now I know. I was talking to James. I was like, this is the stuff he was using in Paris. <laughs> it's good. Yes. All right, we're going to get ready to go ahead and sign this thing on off. I got one more question for you. What advice would you give to someone starting their business? My advice would be to, um, one, if you are a believer in Christ, run it by God. I feel like nothing Mm. is successful. Nothing is possible. Nothing will thrive without him being in front of it. Um, And also make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Like, don't do it for the money. Find something that you're passionate about because if you find something you're passionate about, that's just going to be your driving force. Um, So those that, that would be my advice. I would agree. That is some amazing advice. If it is not a spirit aligned business, it yes. will not thrive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Camille. Stick around a little bit. I have one more piece that I need to get done. A little bit of advice for the people. Yes, she did that. I'm feeling my I came across a quote earlier today that I fell in love with. It is from the good sis, Mae Jemison. 
Never be limited by other people's limited imaginations. I love this quote so much because I feel like it has been the story of my life. There has been many times where I have thought of an idea, wanted to start a new career, and I was attempted to be redirected (laughs) by the people that I was talking to. And you just have to sit and realize that when people try to talk you out of something that you really want to do, that is their own fear. And I've said this before, do not let people project their fears onto you because you will literally never start anything that you want to do. This is a quick little story I had all these ideas of all the things that I wanted to do. And it's really all the things that I'm doing now, like my clothing store, the events and all these things. And I kept telling someone what I wanted to do. Every time I told her something, she kept saying, you should really go and be a school teacher. (laughs) And I was like, but I don't want to teach kids. (laughs) Every time I said something, you should go and teach. Go get your certification. Go do all these things. You should be a teacher. And I realized that that person was saying that to me because a school teacher is safe. And this isn't any, you know, anything negative towards school teachers, but it's a safe career. It is promising. It has benefits. (laughs) It has all these things that checks off of the traditional career list. But that just wasn't where my heart was. But had I listened to this person, I would be a school teacher. (laughs) So... Again, always go for what you want. Um, Sometimes it's just not meant for us to tell everyone our hopes and dreams. Sometimes those are just between yourself and God until you're actually able to give your gifts to the world. So that is my little piece of advice for today. Again, Camille, thank you so much for coming on and joining me. Please Tell the people where they can find you. Okay, you all can find me on Instagram at Cake My Day Nashville. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at Camille Michelle. Awesome. And you can find me at India.Marie on Instagram. Also, make sure you are following She Did That Co on Instagram. It will have all of the updates. It'll have all of the amazing vendor highlights. It'll have all of the amazing women that we are featuring on this podcast leading up to the event. This has been great. Meet us back here next Thursday for our next amazing guest. Until next time. You go, girl, girl, girl.